Hey, welcome back to the Canatech podcast as we turn the corner on 2022, but we're fitting in Kathy McCorkadale. How are you doing, Kathy? Hi, great today, Carrie. Thank you so much. Thanks for inviting me. All right. Well, I'm just winging it. Um, I, I don't know <laughs> much about you or what you do. So first of all, introduce yourself and then tell us about Mary Jane Menu, what you do, and I'll ask you a couple questions along the way. Oh, perfect. Well, Harry, I've been in software development for my entire career. So 25 plus years, um, I've been doing software development, workflow automation specifically. Um, ended up getting into the cannabis space quite a few years ago when I was doing a management consulting gig, essentially trying to um, really streamline automation for a delivery company out in California. So ended up um, going through trying to help them pick the right technology to use in the right place. Um, ended up really scouring technology in the, in the cannabis space um, because it really was very, very different than the kind of solutions that were open on, you know, on the market that I'd usually recommend for clients. Um, so ended up you know, doing a lot of work in looking at applications, trying to find applications to automate cannabis businesses. Um, ended up really just custom coding a lot of the solutions and, wow. and kind of, yes, because I just couldn't, I couldn't find, I couldn't find the right solution. I couldn't find solutions that allowed my clients to own their own data. Um, and so ended up custom, you know, doing some custom code that referred to another, um, you know, a friend of a friend as a, it works in the cannabis space, got sure. referred to another group, did really almost the same thing, got referred again, did almost the same thing. And finally went, you know what? Um, I think we got something here in, in one of the sort of solutions that we, we kept having to custom code for the space. And that, that was uh, really where Mary Jane Menu came about. It, it was a branding of a working solution that we had coded a number of times to help wholesale distribution. So specifically what we were finding is a lot of uh, sites, a lot of folks had a business to um, consumer websites, um, but they were really lacking on the, on the automation side, on yeah. um, the wholesale side. And, you know, they didn't need much, but they were just sending spreadsheets out for the most part, big brands, small brands, extractors, processors, Kind of across the gamut, every time I kept talking to folks, they, you know, were like, yeah, well, we've got it all automated. We put it in a spreadsheet and we send a spreadsheet out to 60 dispensaries <laughs> to buy our product. And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> that is, that is really, you know, like explain to me how the, how that process works for you. And, and it, you know, it's like, yeah, well, we have to have a couple salespeople. They take the calls. We never really have the inventory we need. So we have to, you know, Nothing on that spreadsheet is really current because we sent it out a week ago and then we have to do a lot of back and forth and we have to hit our supply chain up for more product. And I'm like, you know, there are things that can be automated and this is one of them. So Mary Jane Menu was really born out of that. Um, and when I created the, the ordering platform, I mean, essentially just automating a spreadsheet day one was, you know, let's just put our inventory in and allow some bulk ordering. Um, and then, you know, as, as folks started to use it, they're like, gee, Kath, you know, this is actually pretty darn good. And I'm like, well, yeah, I've coded it in the most recent technology. Um, yeah. and then, you know, kind of ended up saying, okay, why don't we brand this? Um, and I, I partnered with a, with a group called standard insights yep. to do some of my development and they've been around for four plus years. They, they do AI as a service. Yeah, good team. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I ended up um, reaching out to them. I heard um, one of their founders on a podcast and I was doing a very heavy data analytics exercise for a, for a customer. And we were going through trying to find patterns in their data and I was writing queries and it was slow and it was hard. And I'm like, you know, there's got to be a better way to process data. And, and so that's where I, I crossed paths with standard insights um, asked them to help me process a data set for the cannabis space. And I thought that I would end up, you know, having to do a lot of, you know, data mapping, like, you know, this is what a strain is. This is what a product is. This is what a terpene is. Thought I'd have to do a lot of, you know, product mapping in order to get the data to work. And literally I, I gave them a data set, ran it, and they were able to find patterns in the data for sales data without even doing extensive product mapping. Um, and so I ended up kind of stepping back and saying, what happens if I can add AI to um, Mary Jane menu? What happens if you can take an ordering platform that's really very simple and easy to use intentionally? Intentionally, it's meant to be a super easy, super, you know, just log in, bulk order, and we're done. Um, handles, you know, communications back and forth and orders, um, texting and, and whatnot. But and I ended up like looking at that and saying, you know what, that that makes the platform significantly better. And it gives me a competitive edge as a product. Um, mm -hmm. So that's where I ended up saying, OK, look, let's let's integrate AI um, into an ordering platform and, and go from there. And that's really where sort of we, we turned the corner because it does make it it does make a significant difference and it makes a difference in speed. It makes a difference in quality of, of data. Um, and so I've always, you know, sort of been a data perfectionist and made sure that the data that we were storing in Mary Jane menu was very clean. Um, but as soon as we added AI, we could now track orders and start to find patterns. And so instead yeah. of just a query, AI will find a pattern and then it can start making recommendations like what should you be ordering? What would a you know, what, it, what is this customer likely to order? Like the, you know, recommendations. Um, and so I've, I've folded AI into the platform and, and now it's, it's, you know, it's fast, it's easy and it's smart. And so it, it's been a game changer for, for, yeah. the, for the application really. Um, what I haven't heard you mention, and maybe it's a term more in my past life of traditional technology on the infrastructure side, um, but the big buzzword over on that side of the aisle is digital transformation. Um, mm -hmm. and, and I'm hearing that's essentially kind of what you're doing. Are you messaging that as part of your client interactions and business development? Is that is that a, a term in our industry or is it not the same? <laughs> you know, Harry, it's, it's interesting because I've, I've, you know, sort of being in software, you're always doing change management, right? You're always doing by by definition of implementing a new tool into a person's work space into their yeah. work day you're you're changing the way they work so the concept of digital transformation it's it's always sort of been present in in our software work yeah, but I agree. specifically in cannabis what i'm seeing more so is i've seen this sort of divergence um really of existing technologies that were designed for the cannabis space and 
and now sort of, you know, new players trying to get into the space. Um, I'm getting a lot of, you know, sort of taps on the shoulder and, you know, what is it that we need to understand about cannabis technology specifically? Is there a change management component, not literally digital transformation? And that that's kind of where I say, okay, look, there's, there's a difference in this market between small and mid-sized folks, which really we rely on for quality cannabis in this space. Right. Uh, and then there's, you know, there's, there's sort of the big players and the big players, like in any industry, Harry, they have the, they have money to spend in technology. So they're going to be able to hire, you know, full-time IT departments. They're going to be able to hire, you know, basically me's times 10, you know, at, at 250 and, you know, a year <laughs> to, to run their organization. So, so they're going to, the more, you know, the bigger organizations will have a digital transformation sort of strategy, but they're not that old in this space. No, that, yeah, that's yeah, kind I of mean, what that's I'm the, getting That's the thing. It's like. I'm, Some of them don't have so, to transform. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot to transform. So, so like my, my concept, my, most of my, you know, I, I target small and mid-sized businesses. So they're not really transforming per se, but they are going digital. So I'm, I'm taking them from being, you know, cultivators into, okay, now you've got to, you know, you can't just sell your products, unfortunately, at, at farmer's markets. You can't just, you know, now you have to actually have a better distribution strategy. How do you use technology? So it's not really a, a transformation. It's more of a awakening. <laughs> is yeah. that, is that, you know, it's more of like, okay, I've, I've been in the space. I'm ready to grow my business. I'm ready to incorporate technology as a strategy. Um, and that's that's sort of where I've been kind of coming in and helping a lot of a lot of the small and mid-sized businesses. It's it's what technology should I use? I'm not typically replacing technology or transforming it. Um, they may have subscribed to an application here or there, but they're not, you know, they really don't have strong, solid infrastructure technology that's, you know, five to 10 years old that I have to replace. Yeah. Hey, final question uh, before I let you run. Um, where are you located? Well, um, we do most of our business in um, California okay. and Colorado, <laughs> New Mexico. Um, I'm out of Tampa, which we have a lot of vertically, you know, it's a vertically integrated state. So there's not a lot of help, you know, small and mid-sized cannabis companies competing in this space, unfortunately, yet. Um, but we, you know, we do business, um, you know, across the states, uh, just really focusing on that small and mid-sized businesses. And then I have the luxury of getting to spend half my years in uh, up in Canada. So I get to see the the sort of the federally legal market. Um, to, you know, I, 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 you know, sort of bounce between both coasts, but, um, you know, I do get to have insight into the Canadian market and seeing how, you know, granted, it is a population of 35 million versus a population of 350 million in the States. So, so a little bit smaller scale, but yet almost, you know, it is more advanced because they are federally legal. So they do have a, a bit more um, sort of access to technologies that, you know, we don't have access to in the States because we do have yeah, issues with federal legalization still. After all this time, so 
that's where all I'm right. Well, thanks for hey, thanks for joining us. I'll see you at some mm-hmm. of the shows, and uh, we'll stay in I'm touch. Excited, yeah, yes, maybe, yes. Uh, Perry, and anything I can do for your community, I'm happy to happy to help, and I appreciate the the time, and excited to to kind of bring the next generation of of cannabis technology to the forefront. So there we go. Appreciate it. Thanks, Harry. All Have right. a great day. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. You too.